Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, your ears are about to tickle. You are listening to a podcast with two friends sharing their opinions and their love about things they enjoy. This is the Disaster Party Podcast. Whoa, daddy. Let's get it. Oh, oh, daddy, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let them boys explain. It's free, and there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And that's the Disaster Party Boys telling you, go do it now. Welcome to Know Thy Neighbor. Today's guest is Tara. We're going to learn all about Tara today. Isn't that exciting, guys? This is our third installment, third, of Know Thy Neighbor. But I'm going to let Andy take control of this one, and I'm going to pass the ball to the co-host with the most, the B-I-V-I-A-N-S, the one true... Whoa, daddy. All right, Andy, it's all you, bro. Bless, get it on. What's up, Tara? How are you? Not much. What about you? Good. I am absolutely wonderful. I'm very happy, very, very, very happy to have you on as the third guest of Know Thy Neighbor. Um, an experiment that we have tried to get to know people on a deeper level and mm. to have them have their story get out there. Um, so I've pretty much known you all of my life, so I'm very excited about this. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, why don't you tell the pod listeners who you are and a little bit about yourself. So I'm Tara, and I don't know, like what? What would you like to know? Where you from? What are you into? Like, if you were to meet us at, like, a networking event, and you were like, hey, this is me, here's a 30-minute snippet. (laughs) A 30-minute snippet. Or 30 seconds. 30 seconds. I mean, if you want to go the distance, go for it. I I won't stop you. "Mm, We're going to go deep, but I don't know, like, 30 minutes deep. You know what I'm saying? Well, let's see. 25. Got myself going. I've started getting into a racing career with my motorcycle. Um, I work too much and I don't make enough. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. I understand that completely. Um, so you say you work too much. Why do you say you work too much? Um, so right now I run four jobs. I got one full and three part. I'm sorry. <laughs> Say that again. So yeah. So right now, like I have my five, my full-time job, member service representative for a financial institution. All right. That's full-time. That's 40 hours a week. Then I'm a bartender once a night, maybe twice, depending on, um, I work for kitchen staff at a different restaurant and then I do home house cleaning. So right now I'm running on two houses that I just took on the second one. So that's on my days off. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> No wow. one's ever going to say you are not hardworking. Right? So, well, all right. So one full-time job, mm-hmm. three part-time jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm just going to dive right into this. What's your drive slash motivation in life? Because you have to have some type of drive and or motivation to be holding down that. I know people who can't hold down two, let alone <laughs> one. So you're holding down four. Give us a secret. So 
well, it's not easy. It's not fun. Um, but my drive is the fact that again, I'm 25. I own my own home. I just bought my, my own vehicle on my own. I support myself. I have my dog that's supported completely and I'm not going to let anyone take it away from me. I got my motorcycle. And like I said, I'm starting to get into that race and idea career. So I got to make sure I can support that. I plan on going bigger with that too. So I need another bike. So that's going to be in the works here. That's dope. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know a lot of people your age that can say that they hold down four jobs, completely support themselves, and have their own home. Um, so I appreciate that. Uh, and that's absolutely awesome. It, you said you're getting into a racing career. So was that like something that you've always loved to do? Like when you were younger as a child? Um, so I never was on a motorcycle until at least a year ago. Um, but it's always been a thought and a want. And once you start it, you're, you just can't, you just can't stop. You know that. Okay. That's true. That's, that, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how um, much it costs you no matter what you got to do or where you got to go you're gonna go you're gonna do it you're gonna spend it <laughs> you just gotta right. do it so it's turned into like a passion of yours now right it's become a complete passion i completely i can't stop i've made sure like i can wrap everything around going to the track getting my getting my time in getting my suit on like i finally i got my suit found the guy who makes them custom Ooh, man, you about to have a new sponsor, Woe Daddy Productions, or Disaster Party <laughs> Podcast. I'm just saying. Um, I doctor. Just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, but that's awesome. So, like, when was the first time that you were on uh, a motorcycle? So, I started riding with my uncle back when I was 10. He got me hooked. So, I first got my motorcycle back. I want to say last year in March. Okay. And July, my, one of my good friends now, she brought me up to the track because she's like, you're going to hurt yourself a lot because I see what you're doing. She's like, we got to get you somewhere where you can release your full potential. Okay. Okay. Why did, did. Say, why did she say uh, hurt yourself? So we were in the parking lot at one of the gold gyms down in Poughkeepsie, actually. We were riding around for a little bit, just practicing it, hanging out, you know, and this one decided to go into a turn just a little too sharp and took her entire exhaust and scraped it around the entire turn. Ooh. I never fell off. So she saw that and she's like, we need to get you somewhere where you can actually uh, do that turn and not worry about a, a curve or a car. Right. yeah running into those might stop your momentum i'm just saying you know they might just a little bit <laughs> just a little so um you said the first time you were on a bike was when you're 10 um would you say that was your most impactful childhood memory or do you have any others that were really impactful on you i'd have to say most of the time being on a bike was most impactful for me it was fun. So. Time spent with family and whatnot. Time spent with family, making way much more family and friends because, you know, there's just, they become a group and they be, just become your everyday people. Facts. Facts. Um, what would you say would be the worst slash uh, difficult or hardest moment? Hmm. In what way? Reiterate that question. Um, I guess either it could be uh, either your childhood or your adult life or um, just a moment that kind of like changed everything for you. Changed everything for me that I would have to down, hands down, say leaving my ex. Okay. That okay. gave me entire reality check. Yeah? How so? Yeah. So here nor there, bad relationship, bad experience for too long. You let someone run your life for too long. Okay. If I was still in that predicament, I would not have done anything I would have been doing right now. None of it. Okay. Okay. Well, so, coming into that, how has that changed you? What have, what have you done different? I have now become completely more independent of myself. 
I don't rely on anyone to do anything. Okay. Well, we could see that because, you know, you're holding out four jobs. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um. All right. So coming out of that, let's 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 go to a happier topic. What what was your yeah. happiest moment in your life? Happiest moment? Hmm. Oh, there's a few. Let's see. When I brought my puppy girl home, that was that was happy. Okay. Well, getting the yes to buy this house, that was definitely a good spot. I'm sure that was definitely a feel good moment. Oh yes, more than a feel good moment. What else? Little brother graduated. That was a feel good moment. Congratulations to him too, by the way. That's all. Awesome. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Don't you feel old now? <laughs> oh, just a little bit, just, just just a tiny bit. I remember when he was young, running around. <laughs> yeah. Um. Out of everything that you've dealt with and that you've you've done and you've you've obviously have transformed into uh, this independent, literally megastar with what you're doing with yourself, um, what's the best advice you've ever received, and has that helped you uh, form you to where you are now? The best advice I would ever say that I received is. probably being told to stop, stop trying. Like just stop using that word and just, you know, take trying out of your vocabulary. Cause if you're trying, you're failing. You're never trying for anything you're doing. That, wow. Actually yeah. that's, wow. <laughs> okay. How is that, it, how has that changed your, your look on things? That's changed it in the way of that. I don't, I don't see myself failing. I see, I see, you know, bumps, I see hills, but it's, I don't fail and I'm not trying. I've, if I want to get to that point, I'm going to get there. Whether it's now, whether it's six months, I will be there. Okay. Okay. Like I, my told one of my really good friends who I do call my pops, he's adopted me as a kid. Um, (laughs) He, I told him, you know, my goal was to get rid of my traverse and get this truck. And I was like, I have a six year plan. He's like, that's not, he's like, no, you, you, your six year is going to be way shorter than that. And lo and behold, it was, it was more of a six month. That's crazy. Wait, hold on. Rewind that back because we can't just go past that uh, without saying that again, your six year plan, you turned Went into from a six year, six months because I had put an ad out there or no, my buddy had put out there that she had just got her new truck. And I told her, I'm like, Hey, listen, if you come across this truck, I want it. Lo and behold, she messaged me in the next 20 minutes and said, I got someone who will pay off your car completely and get you in what you want. That's crazy. And it's the identical picture to the one that's been on my phone for at least three years. Ooh. So you've always wanted that truck for a while. I've wanted that truck for a while. Okay. So then let me ask you this because uh, you said that exact picture was on your truck and I know the feeling of having something on your phone. Like when I went to New Orleans, I really wanted to go there and I really wanted to see this one spot and I had, you know, the background of my phone for a while and I was like, I'm saving, we're going to New Orleans. (laughs) And I literally took a picture in that exact same spot because I accidentally found it. I might've been drinking, but that's beside the point, but I accidentally found it. Well, like it's a, it's a different feeling. Like when you get there, like explain how that feeling was to you. And like, you look in your phone, you see the pictures that you've had there for so long, but then you look up and you got the keys in your hand. It's, it's a very, it's heart wrenching. Cause you're like, I can't believe I just did this. Like, I can't believe this is happening. I didn't think this would ever, this was only an idea, you know, maybe I could have gotten something like that, but to actually have what it is in front of me was amazing that's awesome that's awesome so then if that was your your six-year plan turned into a six-month plan um where do you see yourself like five ten twenty-five retirement years like what's your what's your path now there's a few ideas so like 
one one staggers off as like you know selling this house moving out to like somewhere bigger sized and possibly a lot warmer not cold (laughs) and to i don't know i mean i don't need to upsize i could stay where i am and be totally happy i really don't it doesn't bother me to get bigger or go bigger just to have people around me that care okay okay do you have any career goals that you see yourself or any specific retirement spot you want to be at or no i don't think i've thought that far yet i mean i definitely work goals is to be in management department okay because god i love getting yelled at every day oh it's fun oh it's fun you know how that goes absolutely it's absolutely wonderful so management's where i want to be but we'll see you have a specific like business that you want to manage or like a specific like do you want to own your own place that you're managing do you want to so in the in regards of owning my own place that i manage like because right now i'm a part of being an herbalife consultant and i'm still a 31 consultant so i still sell for both of those companies Okay. I mean, if I could eventually down the road become an Herbalife distributor and own my own business in the department of buying the building and selling out that way, I would love to get there because then I can work on my own time and have people underneath of me. And they, it, it's more of a friendly environment. It's the best place on to work for. All right. That's cool. That's cool. Um, so what would you say is your unbreakable dream my unbreakable dream to be retired at 30. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. okay okay so you know they say when you talk about it you put it into existence you make it happen and you're living proof with your sixth year turning into six but that's impressive uh by the way um so so what how do you see yourself going about that no idea yet but i'm gonna figure it out I mean, I could try, you know, getting my cleaning to go bigger and still getting people under me that they can still be making an income because right now I have my mom underneath of me for my cleaning job. So now kind of she's subcontracting under me, but I don't have an LLC. So that's okay. But if I could go bigger with, like I said, the Herbalife, then I could just easily have other people start running that. They could divide their own businesses and then that big goes little. And then I don't have to worry because it'll just start running itself. Okay. okay. So just, you, don't worry. You own your own uh, cleaning company? Is that what you're saying? I don't have an LLC or I don't have independent sales. So mm-hmm. I just kind of throw the name out there that I do this for a decent rate. Let me know. Let me see. Okay. So you're pretty much running your own business or your own side hustle. Mm-hmm. which you're literally growing literally in brand on its own. Um, is that something that you always like thought of doing? Like, is that like the direction that you always wanted to go for that? You were just like, yeah, I could do this. Yeah. I had no idea that I could do this, but then it's, it started unwinding itself and it just became like, wow, I can't, I can't believe I'm actually starting to do this. Like where people are calling me and they're asking for quotes and opinions and all weird things. I'm like, I, this isn't me because this is something I do, but it's kind of turned into that. That's very interesting. That's very interesting. Um, so, um, who do you sometimes compare yourself to and why, or do you sometimes compare yourself to somebody? I don't, I know I've never compared myself to anyone. Okay. Never okay. thought of it that way. All right. All right. Let's go, uh, let's go a different direction. Um, okay. A lot of people believe in it. Some people do. Some people don't. Uh, I know I've had a couple experiences. I know Rob's talked about a couple experiences. Uh, but have you ever had any uh, supernatural experiences? Supernatural? No. Sometimes I think they are, but I'm like, no, that can't be. Ooh, like, do explain. Like... When you think you see something moving or you think you hear someone talk and you try to go figure that out and you're like, I'm home alone. <laughs> no. 
They're like, I'm hearing things. Stuff moving on its own. That's pretty cool. I've definitely had that happen. Yeah. And I and I can't figure it out, but I want to blame it on the dog. Was the dog anywhere near it? Kind of, but not close enough. So that's why I can't figure it out. <laughs> like the door totally closed on its own, but I'm like, it had to be the dog. I can't make sense of it. It could have so been the dog closed the door. My dog does close doors. Yes, she does. Oh, really? She does. I just got to look at her and tell her, you know, go close the door and she'll go do it. That uh, well trained dog. Oh, yeah. You got to get her to like close the door and turn the lights off. Then you don't have to get up. We're getting there. <laughs> We're getting there. <laughs> Uh, have you ever had a near-death experience? Yes. Yes, I have. All right. Would you mind uh, talking about it, or you want to go past Absolutely. That? Okay. So, what was it? A few years ago, it was back in 2012. I was hit by a car. Ooh. Um, that put me... I had severe TBI. Um, I had a lot of... I have a few broken bones. Um, actually, not really. I had one broken bone, and then a lot of, obviously bruising and whatnot. Um, I was in the hospital for a week and a half on induced a coma. Uh, and then they took me out of that and I was in there for like another couple of days and then rehab for six months to learn how to walk again. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. So how long, how long was that whole entire uh, process? That was in April of 2012. I was finally done with everything. At least by September of 2012. And then a year later, I had to go back for more surgery to get these screws taken out of my knee. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're still able to do everything you're doing now. Do you have that? Any, I am. Do you have any pains? Do you have anything like that lingers? Do you have? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So like every then and again, my knee will give out. Um, I can't sit like cross-legged for too long because then my foot goes numb. And that's because when I had broke my leg, so I had a top of my tibial fracture and my mm -hmm. fibula completely broken half. Ooh. They never, they never pinned the fibula back together. So it healed itself. And in doing so, it healed the muscles and nerve endings inside the marrow. So I can now walk the wrong way and to make my foot completely numb oh yeah so that's what the rehab was supposed to help and then it did its own thing so now do you have to go back to get that fixed again or is there's that nothing they can do really yeah they that's said it crazy. just should go back to normal and how old were you when you had when all of this happened 2012 I was 16 yeah 15 16 years old wow that's insane they said I'm completely lucky that I'm not in a um definitive state where I'm not able to do anything on my own and they said the only thing that saved me that day is I never saw the car hit me really why is that yep, that is that is the only thing because when something happens to you, you know you tense up mm-hmm so because I never saw this car hit me, I never, my nerves never got tight. And I guess that helps with like your spine and your head, I guess. I don't know to the full extent. Um, but being that I didn't see it, I was limp. So it just kind of, that's how I didn't break many bones. Like, again, I only broke my leg and I deflated a lung, but everything else was like bruising and that's it. Wow. Extremely. That so mm -hmm. was like it was like a ninety-five five chance. Wow. Because Dude. after I was so she hit me at forty-eight miles an hour and I went fifteen feet up and a hundred feet out and landed on the double yellow. Oh man. Like what what were you what were you doing like when just it just walking across the street? That's it. Ah, it's insane. And she came up over a blind knoll and just, boom. Oh, wow. Do you think, like, um, having gone through that and, like, looking back at it now and, like, what it could have been, like, how worse it could have been, do you think 
that's uh, part of the reason on why you kind of capitalize on everything you can do now and do today and push forward? Oh, yes. I think if, you know, if that, bad enough to say if that never happened, my life would be in a completely different situation. Like, I don't think I'd be anywhere close to what I am right now. Not even half of what I can, what I am right now. I never would have put this much potential into myself. Ooh, why do you say that? I mean, you've probably had them too with those near-death experiences because all this crazy stuff you've done over your life. And it's just, you know, if, it, if you never did it, you're like, oh, I, I'm going to live to see tomorrow. I'm going to live to see next month, next year. But like something major like that happens and you know you, you, you know you can't wake up the next morning. Sometimes you're like, I'm surprised I woke up. It's, yeah. it's more of a blessing. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, so now it's, I live every day stating that if anything happened and I didn't wake up tomorrow, I'd be happy with everything I've done. That's a, that, wow. <laughs> wow. So, um, wow. Um, what would you say your, um, your biggest regret in life would be? My biggest regret would be moving on with someone too quick, too soon, too fast. Okay. So being, you know, being young and dumb, still in high school and, you know, getting in love with someone and starting your life together and getting engaged and doing a house together. No, that, that should have waited. That should have absolutely waited. Never okay. should have got so committed so soon. Not saying it's a bad thing for people to do, but I feel like for me, it was a bad thing to do. Okay. But again, I wouldn't change it. I would not change anything that has happened in the last six, seven years. So you feel like that's, that's an, also another thing that's helped you shape you and mold you to who you are today. Absolutely. It's definitely one of those, you know, stepping stones. You're like, I, I won't, I'll just leave it. I'll, it's a good place. Okay. All right. Um, well, so I got to ask because, you know, I miss moms, love moms. Um, has she been a big influence in your life and how so? She has been, I love my mom to pieces. She's been a big influence on my life on what not to do. Okay. So a big influence on don't let anyone discourage you. Don't let anyone tell you no. Okay. She's, okay. she's definitely been that, that person to be there and be like, you know, you've seen me go through it. Don't do it. Don't let it happen to you. Okay. So then what would be uh, a piece of advice that you would give to your younger self? Piece of advice I'd give to my younger self? I'd probably have to say, just let it happen. Don't question it anymore. Because like, if, if, I, if I didn't question anything, that was happening years ago and I just let it roll the way it's out I'd probably be here faster so you think you would you would have dove in quicker dove in quicker on myself on what I wanted instead of thinking that everyone who you know relationship early should be this way should happen this way because you know all Disney princesses get married at 10 and that's what you want you grow up to want to be a Disney princess right everybody wants that big castle exactly with I want Tinkerbell to jump off my roof every <laughs> time I try to go to sleep I'll never get it but you know <laughs> but but that's what I mean so if like if I just didn't question it didn't and just let everything roll out the way it did I probably would be here sooner or smarter. Okay. Okay. Um, so let's talk about like a major world event. Like, do you, um, how has actually, this is a good one with all of your four jobs. Um, they're all pretty hands-on and stuff. Yeah. How has, uh, COVID affected you? Believe it or not, I am not majorly affected any negative way with any of my jobs. Um, 
in the fact of COVID being an issue other than my full-time. So my full-time is obviously a, a financial credit union. So we mm-hmm. are abided by the state and fed, whatever. Um, so now they have thrown out that that's a mandate. You must be vaccinated or else, you know, you got to you got to test every week. You got to come back negative every week and blah, blah, blah. It's on your dime. It's on your time. The whole spiel. Yeah. Um, but that is the only job that I've ever had an issue with. Like my cleaning guys, like they all don't care. They're like, you know, you got to do what you got to do. We're not there anyway. You're cleaning. It doesn't make sense to me to even care. Yeah. I'm like, okay, makes sense. And then the bar and the restaurant, you know, they are, they're benign to the situation. They're like, we know it's there, but it's always been there. It's not a big deal that everyone's making it out to be. It okay. is, but it isn't. Yeah. Had, did the, the shutdown affect you at all? or did, Thankfully, you very much no. Thank, I mean, I'm very blessed to be in the situation I am where I was not affected by the shutdown. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, do you remember where you were for 9-11? Or do you remember? I do. Yeah. So I, I was I was old enough to remember this. Okay. <laughs> like a okay. baby, but I do remember this. Um, <laughs> I was home with my little brother and my mom and my father, and we were in the living room, and it had come up on the television, and my mom started freaking out, and because my aunt had actually worked in one of the buildings, but wow. weird situation. She was sent home for like the first time half an hour early because something happened with I think my uncle and she had needed to get sent home so as she was driving across the bridge that's when the the, uh, plane hit the towers and she called my mom at that point in time and she's like oh my god I my heart's wrenched that's insane that wow that was insane I can remember all of that that's crazy I'm glad she was okay and like she got out yeah Wow. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I remember it. I remember vaguely. Um, my dad worked in the city as well. So mm-hmm. I didn't hear from him until like later on that night because he was stuck in the subway because there was no trains running. So, <laughs> uh, uh, crazy. Um, so let's go back to a, a happier moment uh, with okay. your, your racing career that you want to get into. Um, yes. Actually, I want to go back. Um, <laughs> you wrestled, right? I did wrestle. If I remember correctly. Please, <laughs> please, please talk about this. Because I remember you coming to me being like, I want to wrestle. What do I have to do? And as I remember, you absolutely destroyed it. So please tell this story. I did. So like obviously moved back up here to Skahari from Wappingers and because Skahari, uh, because Wappingers school district does not allow females to be on the wrestling team. So I went through the biggest argument with that school. So moving up here, they actually were fine with it. You know, females could do anything a male could do. So I put my application in and I got accepted onto the wrestling team up here. And I think I went, I was five to 12 from that's my insane. first year that's crazy how long did you wrestle for i only wrestled for the year um going into high school is when i actually came down i think i had severe strep for over a month so i didn't, didn't even make the tryouts for the team so which kind of really sucked but i only did for the one year and even though the coach he, he was persistent predominantly like all right can we be able to do it again like come on you were good <laughs> you need to do it I'm like eh that's when I started figuring out my career I wanted to pull then in high school was doing BOCES because I graduated BOCES with my automotive degree. So mm-hmm. I got my CSME and I have my ASC certification from BOCES for automotive. Okay. Okay. Um, what was your experience like when you were on the wrestling team? Like, was everybody like accepted? Were people like, yo, I'm not wrestling her because she's probably going to beat me. And I'm it like, was a hey. very weird spot because obviously my weight class, I was like one thirties. So I was still going with the other males. There was two other girls on the team with me, but they were like eighties, if that 85s. So there was no other men they could go against. They were going against each other because they were just in a tiny weight class. So I only had, I think two guys pull back from wanting to wrestle against me. Cause they're like that. No, we can't do that. 
and I and I tried to fight it because I'm like that's very inappropriate just because I'm just because I'm a girl doesn't mean that you shouldn't come at me so but it, it was definitely funny because most of the guys made such a big big joke about it they're like you know come on you know she's only a girl what's the worst that's gonna happen but then you put them on very, their ass right very weird experience <laughs> <laughs> very weird um so what made you want to go into like automotive i've always been around vehicles like my dad's a heavy equipment mechanic he, i anything he's you know tractor trailer heavy equipment boat rv suv he can fix it um so but he's also loosely termed sexist so i was never taught anything so being that i grew up with a couple older brothers and my younger brother i'm like mm, they're learning everything you're not showing me i'm gonna go find this now okay okay what was uh did you have like a direction that you wanted to move towards there was you just wanted to learn like everything you could from there oh i had i had a really good direction so initially i wanted to do the boces program and then i had started college for my automotive or not my automotive sorry i had started college for an ag engineering diesel technology degree um so i was working on john deere's and ih and kubotas and caterpillars all that kind of the above you know i could tear down an engine and put it back together um but I ended up not hitting my GPA for my third semester because my professor didn't like my English essay because English has something to do with this, I guess. I don't know. So they, I, I ended up flunking my second semester by 0.5 points. So they put me on academic probation. Wow. Yeah, because I didn't write the essay my English professor wanted me to write. So I wrote one about medical marijuana, like because, you know, it's the easiest thing to write about. A couple years ago, easy to write about. So easy. She looked at me and she said, you're going to write about gun rights because that's the person I know you are. I said, no, I'm not. And she flunked you. And she flunked me because she didn't like my essay. Yeah, that's some politics. That is politics. That's, you know, <laughs> that's some straight up politics. She's she is absolutely a politic and she that's why she failed me. So it's okay, but it's okay. So now... I do want to go back to college. I do want to finish my degree. Don't get me wrong. And I have a couple other things if I do decide to go back and finish it. But everything I do now and all the debt I've racked up, it's not working for my situation right now. But I, I want to make it work within the next at least hmm, five years. Yo, she said five years. She's going to make it happen in five months. You heard it first. That's <laughs> she Listen, made if, her I didn't my, goal if I didn't have, if I didn't have my full-time job, I'd be able to do it. I, I believe that, actually. I believe that 100%. Because um, all of my auto classes and everything would be all during the day. And then I could work bartending, waitressing, cleaning at night. Ladies and gentlemen of the Disaster Party Podcast, you are now listening to the female version of Tony Stark. <laughs> she is all of the Avengers in one person. You mess with her, she's the Hulk. She'll take you down. Uh, she'll take you down like Black Widow. She'll create an automotive out of a piece of paper and a pencil and a hanger and boom you got your own car trust me don't look at me like that trust me she'll make it happen (laughs) (laughs) um really quick before i leave this uh this automotive spot you said you know women weren't allowed to uh learn that stuff did you throw it back in their face being like yo i know it now i learned it what's up you did Oh yeah. Especially <laughs> because like I know more than my younger brother does with anything. So it's like a little check on that board. It's like you can come to me now. Uh oh, yeah. that especially. No. He's like, eh, no, you still don't. You still don't know that. I'm like, it's okay, <laughs> I can learn it. I don't need you for it. <laughs> Pull it back. <laughs> Pull it back. I'm telling you. She go and create, she go and create something, put it in the driveway, be like, this is what you always wanted. I built it anymore. Um, but yeah, no, let's get back to your 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 racing dream. because uh, I think it's really interesting. And it's awesome that you have your own custom stuff now and you're pushing towards that. Where do you see yourself going in that career? Like, do you oh want to my, my goodness? I see myself going in debt. Well, that's true. It is expensive. Uh, yeah. Just a lot. 
Um, I don't know. Like I, I'm still gonna, so I have a couple track days next year that I've already got paid for like prepaid for, so I can go. Um, there's a couple of, there's a group of MotoGP, I think they are, I think that's their name. They want me to come up on a couple of their days too, so they can get one-on-one training with me. And they were, they want me to learn a lot better turning and all that. And my girl, Jess, who we're actually planning on going to Florida because there's a track down there that one of her, her friends races that who is another female. And she's like, I would, I want to get her on the track. Ooh, okay. Okay. We traveling so, now. <laughs> you, ha, you making the date. She's hitting the road, life on the road. Gotta love it. Uh, mm-hmm. So minus the money, like what's your, what's your end goal? Like with racing? My end goal with racing is I want to be to the point where I can have at least a sponsor that's putting my name out there. And then it's just like, all right, this is going on here. Do you want to go? Can you make it? Can you run? The winning class is a decent amount. Do you want to do it? Okay. I want to be able to get those calls or those options. Okay. What do you uh, personally as a brand bring to racing that would be different for your sponsors to be like that's the one we want to go with Hmm. i don't know i mean i don't know i don't have a brand i guess i mean other than young and independent and crazy i mean they're those are three major things (laughs) (laughs) that's a brand all in itself right there Um, do you have any other jobs that you have an ultimate goal for, or is like racing? Mm, not really. I mean, I've, and I, in all honesty, I never even planned on getting all these jobs. It just kind of fell in my lap because I put myself out there. Like, if you need help, I'll come help. Like I have no problem helping out. And that's how I got everything lined up the way I did. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I can I can definitely see that you're the type of person that goes out and you bring value to other people. And um I feel like with everything that you have going on, you're you do have a brand yourself, but you're building that um within multiple different areas. Um so one thing I always love asking cuz I got to ask everybody cuz I love it. Um we already asked what advice you would give to your younger self, but you are a very dedicated, passionate woman. You strive to get everything that you want. Again, your six-year goal, you turned it into six-month goal. That's why I said, Disaster Party Podcast, look out, her five-year goal is going to be her five-month goal. Whoa, daddy. But what is some advice you would give to somebody who may be, try, may be struggling to try to get on their way? or some advice that you could you could give to somebody to help push them in the right direction so that way they can start accomplishing their goals and dreams just like you have i would tell them i'd stop waiting stop waiting for the shoe to drop stop waiting for you know stop waiting for that call you make that call you make that shoe drop you start you do it on your own if because it's such a satisfaction to do say i did this and like i told you earlier there is no trying there's doing (laughs) bro we need to turn that into a t-shirt i'm just saying or something we're putting your name on it we're we're making that happen (laughs) oh we'll rock that everywhere um man i i don't know rob do you have any questions because i'm out of questions um (laughs) this girl literally just blew my mind from her story of, you know, she's been in an automobile accident. She's overcame all of that. And she's, the fact that you're doing what you're doing today is absolutely astonishing. The fact that you have the drive and the passion to get all of this done is absolutely astonishing. So I commend you. I wish I had your drive and motivation because, whoa, daddy. <laughs> so, okay, question. Sorry, I had a family call. That's why I had to run. Uh, everything's okay, I promise. Uh, so I can't wait to listen to this tomorrow. Um, so for the racing, is your ultimate goal to get rid of all four jobs and just do racing? No. Okay. See, 
See, just like, you know, just like the people that win the lottery, you know, you win the lottery, you leave your job, you leave everything and you're like, oh, I'm winning the lottery. I got my millions. No. Why is that? Like, like, think about it. You win the, you win the lottery, you get your millions, you buy your million dollar house, you buy your million dollar car, you get your million dollar dog. What happens after that? You're broke. You can't pay your bills. You need to go back to work. Well, I was more saying in the sense of if you were to get those sponsors, and so now the sponsors mm-hmm. are paying you, so you would actually be able to race more because you're making money from sponsors that could replace the okay. income from the four jobs, that now you are just a full-time racer, girl. You wouldn't want that? See, see, I would love to have that, but okay. I don't okay. think I'd have the heart to leave my jobs. Like, So I told Andy, I mean... The jobs I have fell in my lap because they needed help. The restaurant I work for needed an employee. The bar needed an extra hand. The cleaners, they're older people. I I love the satisfaction of helping out others. So I I would not wholeheartedly leave. Cool. That's awesome. I would make I would make racing work around them, not them work around racing. That's, that's- <laughs> that was a bar. Hold on. That was a bar. Can you say that again? Which part? Wow. Exactly what you just said about I racing. Make, I wouldn't make rate I wouldn't make my jobs work around racing. I'd work make racing work around my jobs. Got him. I don't know <laughs> if you guys caught what I just caught, but she legitimately just said that she makes them come to her. That's confidence. That's poise. That wow, that was a bar. No, that's that's awesome. I think because you are, like you said, you're helping people. That's honorable to say that even if you were to make X amount of Z money, you'd still uh, still be there to help. I think that's really honorable. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it just makes sense that way. Yeah. I agree. I know that's what Andy's going to do. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I don't know, um, Andy. You asked you asked all the questions you wanted to ask, Andy. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm. Listen, she killed every single question we had. Are you every questioned question. out? Are you questioned out? Did he did he question you out? You done? You're like Andy. I'm done. Tapped out, bro. Leave me alone. I'm not tapped out. We can keep going. I can answer more. <laughs> oh, 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 daddy. All right, all right. So now, uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what he asked you to be honest with you, so I, I would I would throw in, but ah, oh, uh, oh, now I gotta think. Hmm. Hmm. All right, do one more final ultimate question, Andy. One more. Make not, it now, really good. Now you're gonna make me like think deep. Nope, not trying to make you think deep. I'm just trying to let you come on. You gotta you just gotta feel it. You gotta feel like when you're when you're in front of a crowd, and they're like, "Andy, Andy," and you're like, "Ah, boom, boom." That's it. Okay. One ultimate. This is it. When you're at that age, where you're sitting in a rocking chair on the porch looking at the sunset and a reporter comes up to your house camera and all recorder on probably a member of the disaster party podcast you say tara if you had to define your trials and tribulations if you had to define your successes your downfalls if you had to define your life who is tara how would you be able to answer that So this is like future tense, what she wants her life to be. Yeah. Like, what do you want to look back and be like, this is who I am. This is what I'm known for. Yeah. I want to be known, remembered, thought about the one who was there when they couldn't be there. Okay. So like being there for like others or 
okay. like others or family or friends, you know, something traumatic happens to someone. I want them to think, you know, back to that time that they didn't have anything or anyone. I could help them. I was there. Okay. I dig that. I dig that. Listen, I've only been here for a little bit, but I'm hearing a lot of honorable stuff here. She killed it. Killed it. Do you think that was a final ultimate question? Do you think that lived up to it? I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. Ooh. So 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 then, Rob. Yeah. You have a ultimate <laughs> final question. <laughs> it could be something I asked already because you could you could word it in a different sense, which mm-hmm. then propose a different answer. Oh, you know I'm good at that. <laughs> okay. But hmm. Let me think here. Ultimate question. Okay. Oh man. <laughs> I got a little uh I don't know what you asked, so I'm like I don't want to ask the same question. So it's like I'm really struggling here, but I have stuff, but I don't know if you if you asked it. You can ask it because, again, your wording will definitely be different than mine was. Yeah, so you could always end up with a different answer. Okay. To me, I know that this is always the big thing that kind of like shaped my life, right? This question okay. is, is what is currently, because I know you're, you're said 25, right? What is the most impactful thing to have happened to you that has literally changed the complete direction of your life in the best way possible? Whether it was a bad moment or a good moment, but when you look back at it, you go, that shit happened for a reason, and my life went from here to here, and I love it. Okay. Let's see. Did you ask that, Andy? I did. I did, but I asked it in a different way. See? You did. Okay. So and I'd that's have my to ultimate say, question. So the most impactful would have to be my situation of my six month situation of coming back down to Poughkeepsie for a little bit. So I got out of here because I had actually decided to party hard a little too much. And I had almost got hurt. So I moved down, cleaned my life up, found my house, made my, made my mental changes, my physical changes. And I came back up here. And since then, everything's only been getting so much better. I got my job back. I got my car, my house. I got my dog's health and good standings. I've got my mom up here, my grandmother, helping them out when they need it. I'd have to say if I never messed up that bad to move down there to come back, I'd, I'd still be messing up pretty bad. So was it the one moment of mess up or yes, it was, was it, it was the major overall? Moment of mess up. Major. Okay. Did you go into that with Andy? Or you're not going into that. I did that not go into that with Andy. Really different Andy. No. That's up to That's you. up to you. So... <laughs> partied hard for a little too bit because my ex was actually stalking me so freaked me right out i was home in my apartment because i had an apartment before i left it was like a single studio on a back road here and uh i decided to drink an entire bottle of vodka and i went on a walk now we could tell where this is going so i remember 30 minutes of my walk and I was picked up by one of my friends on the double yellow sleeping, brought back to my apartment and my, one of my, someone had come to check on me and they, you know, like, they're like, yeah, she's still breathing. So they left me and I was fine. But the repercussions of that was not good. Cause I then had like the sheriff's apartment informed and, uh, so I had talked to a cop really quick and he, obviously the next day, he had explained to me that if I was found by one of them, that's a public intoxication charge major. Mm-hmm. So 
I was in a very bad depressive state. So they said that I needed to find a way. So it was either AA or leaving. So leaving became the smart idea. And have you changed your ways since that day? Oh, absolutely. I've never done anything like that again. I have definitely thought about myself and now my standings and everything I do and I support, and especially like I can't do that to my mom, you know, my dad. And if they got that call, they'd be devastated for my stupidity. And I would, I'd never be able to live with that. Is that a moment that you think is going to stay there for, with you that anytime, let's just say you're heading up and a rough day comes by and you start going like this, you're going to be like, nope, that day. And you're just going to kick Absolutely. back up. That's awesome. Every time, every time it's, it's like, you know, start to plateau or start to fall. It's like, I, nope, it can't happen like that again. That's cool. That's, That's definitely a rock and a hard place for me. I can't do that. Yeah. That's what I use. That's what I use my impactful moment for. Anytime I'm like, that's why I like that. Cause I, I like that because the reason why I think that question is so important is because mm. some people, realistically, some people don't even have that moment yet. Some people don't yeah. have that moment until they're 50, 70. You know what I'm saying? Some people have it at 10, who knows? So I like to ask that question as like my, ultimate question is because mm-hmm. everyone's experience is so different and that someone can listen to this and go, wow, you know what? I had very similar experience and that experience helped me out too. Like something, or, you know what I'm saying? And at least I can, yeah. someone could say, I can relate to you and I can, someone can go, or someone's in a rough place right now and go, you know what? I'm in a similar place. I don't want to get to that place. And that story right there helped me get out. And yeah. I'm, all, I'm always about like trying to help people and trying to figure out ways to, you know, motivate people and get people out of holes and stuff like that too. So I, I look at these like impactful things, good, better in between as maybe, you know, maybe a step to help somebody out. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I get that. I mean, if I, if any of this, even writing a book about everything, if it would help anyone, I would do it in a heartbeat. I've said, I, I've said, I, I think I could write a book. <laughs> think I could right it's it's bad but i hate writing so i pay someone oh, yeah. to do it <laughs> or you just you take your phone and you just go blah 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 yep yo blog talks to text like baby documentary <laughs> <laughs> but i would that's awesome so yeah I, I mean that was my ultimate question andy andy just questioned you for like an hour facts um i'm excited to listen to this tomorrow uh it is going to be on the youtube and it's going to be on podcast version. I hope you're ready. Oh, well, daddy. Your, your story's going to get out there now. That's fine. All that right. actually makes me feel a bit better. Does it, was it like, almost like, um, like almost like a therapy session? Like you kind of yeah. get, it's just like, <sighs> so it tells like me. That's, uh. that's how I felt. Like when, cause me and Andy both did our own episodes of it. And like, we interviewed yeah. each other and I just like, afterwards I was like, Ooh, I felt like, I felt good. Just like talking about stuff like that. I normally, we don't normally talk about on the podcast and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I thank you. And I appreciate you coming on and answering all, all of my, my, my questions and opening <laughs> up. And I learned more about you today than i ever knew and i've known you for damn near my entire life so (laughs) um yeah uh it's crazy just keep keep doing what you're doing and keep pushing forward because like i said i don't know a lot of people your age that are hitting the goals that they want to hit or have even have that mindset that you have now of where you're pushing towards so i appreciate you Love you. So happy to have you on. Thank you. Well, thank you for inviting me, and I love you too. And we're definitely gonna get together. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this guy's this guy's out like every night. So, I mean, wait. Are you going out after this, Andy? I mean, it, the night is young, well, Daddy. <laughs> Not for me. I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm gonna hit that mad dash, you know. Of course you are. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's call it here. 
Word. For Disaster Party, Know Thy Neighbor, Episode 3. Tara, thank you so much again. I can't wait to listen to this. Andy will let you know when it's available. Facts on facts on facts. Andy, just say goodbyes. And we are out. Bye. Bye. Bye.